what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves all right, so we're back. We got live mic back. It's been a while. It's been like two weeks, dude. No, it's been a month. A month. The last one was with Travis. What? I just checked. It was April twenty, uh, March twenty seventh. Oh my god! You've been <laughs> out the game. It's been a while. Where you been? We're back in Viper Studios. Chuck Moses in the building. Right. Look at him. <laughs> look at his little <laughs> Chuck chuckle. I love the Chuck chuckle. <laughs> And what we got, today we got Bruce here, Bruce Videography Services. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. He's taking pictures. Um, so yeah, this is episode like 130, I think, around there. Something by like th- that. By the time I post it, it'll be like 133. <laughs> 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 but uh, we got Dudley Music mm-hmm. in the house. Um, Mike, you met Dudley, I guess? So I met Dudley at a sing-off competition that I was running sound for that Dudley actually won that day. And yeah. I was sitting there watching all this amazing music come out of that board and the voice and the saxophone, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's fucking awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> when he was man. done and all the commotion and everything else going on, I was like, yo, I got to get you on the pod. And now we're here. You're a solo artist? Yes. Um, I do play with a band. Um, I have... Uh, a drummer, a bassist. Um, I'll mention them. There's John Frankie. He plays bass. John Luther plays drums. Gary Salgado plays guitar. Those are my uh, my main musicians that I play with when I when I do break the band out. They're gonna say another John if you had three. Yeah, Johns. no, it's crazy. <laughs> I, guess I was like, we gotta get a Gary because we gotta break <laughs> up this John pattern right now. <laughs> um, otherwise, it'd be Dudley and the Johns. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Dudley and the Johns. <laughs> so. Um, you know, for different occasions, I bring the whole band out, but yeah, everything that I write, I write on my own. I, uh, produce, um, myself and mm-hmm. that's you what you see. You grew up out here, Long yep. Island? Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Bayshore, New York, and I grew up in Brentwood, Long Island, and now I live in Farmingdale, Long Island. Oh, you're in the Dale? Yeah, in the Dale. Where at? I'm in Pequot. I'm right on, on Main Street, right in Farmingdale. No, you're not where? Uh-huh. Yo, you asked no, me to... Y- you're yeah, 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 never mind. Too many people watching. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I worked at Geno's my whole life. Oh, cool. Yeah. Farmingdale's, yeah, G- Farmingdale's like home spot. base. Yeah, you know, I love Farmingdale because it's just centrally located. Exactly. You so perform out there? Yep, there's Crocs a... Crocs leaving um, a lot? Or not uh, no, nah, not Crocs leaving. Cro- no one performs there, right? <laughs> nah, it's a sports <laughs> bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crocs is not really my... my uh, the scene, nutty? but. I've done some shows at the Nutty, but that's really not my scene either. But <laughs> um, no, there's a very cool spot that opened up about two years ago. It's a speakeasy. It's yeah, underneath the ice cream it. shop. Yeah, we've we got, got comedy, comedy shows, shows there. there. Oh, yeah? yeah? I probably caught you guys on one buffoon, of them. Buffoon comedy? I don't remember. I know there was one, and I, and I was playing right after it, and yeah. I didn't see anything because I just had to set up right after. But um, yeah, so we play there um, pretty regularly. It's a dope spot. Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah. fun, you know? I could see you doing actually your shit. In I there. was gonna say you're yeah. definitely you're definitely the uh, 
the Charlotte's guy. I just had that, yeah, that yeah. envisioning. You gotta come. It's a good time. There. I had the whole band there. I've we still never been down there. Hours. Oh, you gotta. You come. never went to I've one of those shows. I've never been down there. No, I always worked those nights. Dude, I haven't been down there yet. I'll let you know when that. That, uh, it's a good time over there. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So you grew up in uh, I, wait, I thought you were from Brentwood actually. Yep. Yeah, I grew oh. up in Brentwood. Um, I was born in Bayshore, you know, but everybody that's from Brentwood is born in Bayshore for the most <laughs> part because that's what, you know where the hospital's at too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I grew up in Brentwood. Um, when's your musical mm-hmm. journey begin? Like, have you always been? No. Uh, so I always tell people I th- I think a lot of times people assume. Uh, a musician, or, or you know, they've got influence from like a family member, maybe, or or somebody that you know, somebody else that's a professional passing on to them. But I learned like most people do. I went to school. I'm, I learned how to play the recorder. Then I got good at that. Oh Everyone yeah. starts with the recorder. Yeah, Everyone man. starts that. You know, th- it's an instrument too. Um, so I and then you know I got good at that, and then I moved to the clarinet, and I got good at that. I did that for a year, and then I switched to saxophone. And saxophone's my main instrument of study um all the way up through college um but all the while um i was you know i i loved hip-hop listening to, to everything from uh wu-tang to busta pop. to Pac to um uh slick rick to <laughs> common to common uh, the poet yeah 50 cent to eminem you know everything <laughs> was hip-hop you know so um i was fascinated and then you know, when in the like early 2000s, hip hop was getting to me a little whack, especially the stuff I was hearing on the radio. And I was like, When did it start getting whacked? Because oh I'm a huge hip hop fan. I always, I always, I always have the Soldier Boy era. You know, Soldier <laughs> Boy to me was like, uh, Yo, you can't label this hip hop. What is this? That's when it started um, changing. I feel like, I Soulja mean, Boy yeah, up in his home. You know, there's always <laughs> a, there's always some, you know, these artists that are like, Man, these guys are, are doing it and doing it crazy. And then there's always, you know, these other ones that are like, uh, we might be able to do without these guys, yeah. but u- ultimately I heard stuff and I was like, uh, I could do that. I could do probably, I could do better than that. So, um, from that, I, uh, you know, from that I I started writing rhymes. I would look up like DJ Premier instrumentals, Jazzy Jeff instrumentals, um, just uh, instrumentals that I like to hear, mm-hmm. and then write songs to them. Um, Jazzy Jeff from Will's Fresh yeah, Prince. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. He's got he produced some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah I've heard s- that. Look at some Jazzy Jeff instrumentals, man. He's a crazy DJ. He's for he's real. Dope. He's serious. You know. We'll listen to it on the way home. Um, <laughs> and uh, and also, you know, I'm very influenced by Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is his music is just, uh, I think, a soundtrack for life. And like his ability to sing to you play the keys and then hop on the drums and then hop on the harmonica <laughs> all while he's blind is like That's come crazy. on man so um you know all these influences got me to learn different instruments write different songs and share it you write all your music mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think it's funny that I have to say that. I, and people ask well, me that. I'm like, you gotta. it's hip hop. Like that's what you're supposed to yeah. do. That's what, you, what's what happens. But actually, it's changing a lot. So you always been writing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, now, um, it's it's. I think if I was just an MC, that's all I would do. That's all I w- would really be focused on. But a lot of times, I have to be the producer. Then I have to be uh, the performer or or the you know the music director. And then I have to be the writer. So. Um, 
you know, allocating my time and figuring out when to write is the tricky part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've always been been writing. I'd say since middle school, probably what two thousand and not even. When you're writing, does it come out as like poetry, or does it come out as you know you're writing a song? Somebody asked me a, a question, kind of like the process, and um, yeah. they were assuming that I was uh, that I'd write kind of like poetry and then create the music behind it. But yeah. it's, it's usually I'll produce something, and f- through that, r- through listening, whatever I produce, um, whatever it is that I produce. I could find, you know, a mood that comes from it. And from that, I could find a topic that relates to that mood or that emotion. And um, and then I write from there. So the music is really what comes first. Or the emotion comes first. And yeah. then you write yeah. from that. Yeah, pretty much. So you yeah. get, like, triggered by some shit that happens. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it's more... Sometimes it's something that happens right away. Or sometimes it's like... Um, like, for instance, I'm writing, I'm writing a song now. Which is I n- never told anybody the song. Exclusive. <laughs> uh, there's a song now that's kind of uh, it's just supposed to be reminiscent, and uh, so I made it kind of this funkier sound that that and the story tells the story of a break dancer, and I'm not gonna tell any more than that, <laughs> but it tells the story of a break dancer, and it and it's not like, you know, I was I woke up like, man, I saw this break dancer and it made me want to think about it. It's just like something that maybe. I felt in the past and want to relive it or let other people relive it. So it's not always something that I feel immediately, but it's a feeling nonetheless, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's your process, how you start. I I love hip-hop, too. Like, I grew up, same thing. I think everybody does. Nah, dude. Nah, I didn't. This guy. Nah. I'm nah. like, right, I'm wrong. <laughs> Oddly enough, I'm, like, far out of the uh-huh. music scene. I didn't really uh-huh. come up with it. I'm all about lyrics. He loves, he's into the sound, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He uh, He's able to interpret like everything right. you he, he hears it one time and can pretty much tell you what your song is about that's <laughs> awesome and then to me i like hearing like you said the, the actual beast. sound i'm more yeah. like you I, I think i listen to the sound more yeah but it takes me once i get past the sound once i like the sound i, yeah. I listen to it and i digest it right. then i start to pick apart the the lyrics and i mm-hmm. start to say oh so this is what it's about this is what it feels yeah yeah i was like an like an early edm guy like when it was mm-hmm. tiesto and dead mm-hmm. mouse like when they first kind of came up and it was just a lot of Deep beats, yep. Like that's what I grew up on. That's what I loved. Yeah, yeah that ever changed everything. That's yeah, the best part did. about music. Like everyone listens to it differently. Yeah, fucking starts sick. different. Yeah, I always ask a lot everyone who likes hip hop. What do you think about Russ? Man, I don't listen to a lot of Russ, man. Yeah, I really don't. I Look, haven't really got people either love him or they hate him. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, he's so cocky. I'm just not gonna comment on it because <laughs> I don't know. I re- honestly, and that's what's hard too is. And I'm trying to get better at it. I'm not a good listener. Yeah. Not that I'm not a good listener. <laughs> I just don't listen a lot because I'm, I'm, you know, focused on uh, making stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you have to listen if you want to make good stuff. But, you know, there's times uh, people say, oh, did you hear that song with so-and-so? I'm like, no, not yet. I'm, I'm really not, you know, digging and searching all the time. Yeah. Right. Like you used, I'm sure you used to yeah. more, right? I was LimeWire all day. I yeah. Was like, <laughs> New album came out, I'm getting <laughs> it. You know, but um, I went through a lot of PCs, but <laughs> um, <laughs> LimeWire is just a one big virus. Oh my god! <laughs> my dad world. would never let us have it. He's a software engineer, so he was always like oh above the tech game and yeah. smart man. He, he would never let us have LimeWire on the computers. Yeah, sorry, yeah. mom. <laughs> uh, we 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 murdered computers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so 
Yeah, yeah so I, I, I'm going to, now that you say that on, on the ride home, I'm going to listen to some Russ. No, I, I don't. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I like Russ. No, I, g- I got to like, be able to give you a better opinion. <laughs> I know he works hard, you know, like yeah. mixed, mastered, engineered, produced. He did it all. He, I but that's all that. he talks about. I didn't know that. But that's one of his songs, mixed, mastered, engineered, produced by Russ, and he says it like five <laughs> times. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's a little. That's yeah, a little <laughs> he keeps <laughs> saying it, and you're like, all right, yo, I get it. Get you worked it. hard. See, this is the thing that, um, and I think a lot of hip hop artists might need to hear this too. But, and I needed to hear it too. It's kind of, um, in hip hop, we, uh, you know, we talk about ourselves a lot, right? Yeah. Um, but especially when we're talking about hip-hop itself. So let's say I'm saying, yeah, I'm the dopest MC. I, I, you know, I write, I produce, I master, I mix. If you're a 30-year-old dude that works on a farm, who cares? <laughs> you know, If you're a 12-year-old kid who has a geography test tomorrow, he doesn't really care much either. So at that point, when you are talking about and sometimes that stuff is cool. Sometimes it is cool to give people an insight into just the creative world of hip-hop. But now it's like your lyrics might not hit a lot of people. So now it's more of what can you do virtuosically with maybe your flow or just the You got to stick itself. out. You yeah. got to change it up. You can't sound. I'm trying to think of a song that was like that. That's just about, I mean, Kanye is probably the, the biggest, like, culprit of that a song that what a song that's just about maybe that's just about hip-hop or just about especially like you know like that song like the culture creating it yeah or like let's say let's take um let's take kanye west big brother Mm -hmm. that's about him that's about kanye and his relationship with jay-z and his him kind of coming up in the in the hip hop world industry, mm-hmm. like that doesn't really connect with. A l- it's not really relatable with a lot of people, you know. But they're telling know, their like story. Maybe we like the beat from it. Maybe we like, and especially for me as a Kanye fan, I want to know that story. But what about so and so that's not privy to hip hop or Kanye or Jay Z? That might not, you know, that might not connect with them, and it might not be for them either. Mm-hmm. Or let's say J Cole does that a lot. Um, J Cole talks about, you know, he talks about. J. Cole's changed a lot from when he first started to now. Yeah. Now he's talking about like he's the best there is, you know. Right. Coming off like that. That sounded like you you disagree. What? Oh, you said like he's the best there is. I mean, right now, I do love J. Cole. Middle Child was fire. But that's a perfect example of a song that is about the hip hop community and culture. It's not about, uh, like, let's say he he wrote a song. Lights, please, right? Lights, oh, please, shit. lights, please, right? Love that song. That's about, um, you know, his kind of a relationship type thing. Everyone can relate to that, you yeah. know? Whereas talking about... Uh, Being the best rapper. Newer kids in <laughs> hip-hop or, or uh, old heads in hip-hop, like, yeah. that is strictly for the hip-hop community, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, but it's dope, and it connects with that community heavy, so... Anyways, I, I, I think can go off with this, but keep going. But I think any artist, you put out something that you like and you're proud of. Yeah. Any, actually, not even any, not just artists, like any person that's making anything. Mm-hmm. If you like what you're putting out, someone else is gonna like it. Like if you genuinely like it. Yeah. It don't matter. Like I think you just put out whatever you actually like. 
you know? Yeah. And that's what I think they're doing. Like, J. Cole's doing that. Like, right now, he likes all his music he's putting out. He, thi- mm-hmm. he thinks he's the best or he knows he's the best. And he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he's pumping it out. And I don't mm-hmm. know, like... I, I, every word he says, I'm I'm hooked on it. You know, like I'm listening for it. I'm I'm all about the story. Yep. When I hear it, mm-hmm. I heard "Vacation" too. Your song. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, that was I a like, dope video. I like that too. song. Yeah. Thank that was you. Dope. Um, honestly, I wrote that, and see, that's a perfect example of, of a song that I wrote, to connect with people that, might not you know connect with other songs I write. So maybe, um, in that song I write about my experience um, being a Long Islander. you know, right. A Long Island poet, you call yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think, so m- my brother, he he, grad- he graduated, got a s- uh, full ride, or got a, a scholarship to um, Detroit, moved out there, met his fiance, got married, and he's out there, right? So mm. I met um, his, his, uh, uh, his wife's family, and they're all from Michigan, born and raised. They've never seen the ocean before. Damn. Wow. A lot of them, you know, until until they came out to New York. They had never seen the ocean. To me, I was like, oh, my God. Like That's I, crazy. You know, I take a lot of times growing up, I'm like, man, Long Island's lame. Like, man, I got to get yeah. out of here. That's you how know? I feel now. Everyone <laughs> feels like that. <laughs> yeah. But there's people that want to live here Yeah. That or that at least want to be here maybe for the summer. They want to come here. They want a vacation here, right? So I um, would love a summer house in the Hamptons. Oh yeah, everybody. Uh, if I if I leave and those days <laughs> happen, it's like I would love to have a summer house out there. <laughs> yeah, there's people that that kill for it and do it. You yeah, know? and um, you know, just realizing that um, I was just trying to appreciate where I'm from and let other people appreciate it. So that was part of it, and also the style in which I wrote it is kind of a more reggae islands kind of sound. You know, right? It's not to me. It's not a hip hop track. It has it has you know. Are you rap vocals on it, but it's more of a, a reggae kind of. So that's the only song I heard of yours. Mm-hmm. Is most of your song reggae vibes like no, that? No, that's funny because oh. that's the only one that probably feels like oh, that. Oh, because um, I was saying mm-hmm. like, Vanalia and you would do a dope collab yeah. because that's the only <laughs> song I heard. Actually, because of but that song, I was able to open up for Beerus Hammond, who's huge, uh, you know, huge um, reggae singer from the '90s and. Um, he had a sold out show at the Paramount, so I got to open up for him. Hell yeah. Nice. But really, and, and a lot of times I, I cover reggae in a way, but, um, but really my original stuff is, is very hip hop, very, um. Do you have like, yeah. who do you think you sound like the most? Um, I grab a, a lot mix. of influences from, um, from DJ Premier or Tribe Called Quest. Um, oh, sure. And if I, if I think if I'm talking about just sonically what what things sound like, not not talking about lyrically, mm-hmm. a lot of times it sounds like maybe maybe tribe, maybe um, uh, maybe a lot of J Cole's production. I think I uh, can, can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, actually, Alicia Keys. A lot yeah, of times she yeah. gets she gets in there common. Um, a lot of these people. Um, I think th- it's kind of a blend of kind of organic, um, sometimes jazz or funk influences with hip hop, yeah. you know, hard hitting drums and stuff like that. And then lyrically, um, you know, a lot of times I'm telling stories. So a lot of times, you know, I think Some of Tupac. Yeah, it's Tupac. Pac is a you know One good of example the best of storytellers ever. Nas. Nas. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
uh, actually it even goes back to like Slick Rick, you know. Ooh. So um, those are the people that kind of that I gravitated towards. So I try to emulate that. So, but um, vacation, you get the storytelling, and uh, you get the you get the lyricism that that's kind of you know hip hop. But mm-hmm. um, musically, you know, I wrote that to feel like you're on the island, you know. Yeah. So all this stuff, you know, they might make you feel like you're in the Bronx or Brooklyn or Queens. Um, that one was to feel like what it feels like to be on the beach on Long Island. Yeah. Well, that was in Long Beach, right? Yeah, the, v- the, the video, video was shot in Long Beach and we went to Fire Island. Nice. And that was such a, f- like, fun shoot. It was crazy. We got drunk as hell. <laughs> I was going to say, you got um, some rocket fuel and shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that was actually the first time I went and partied out on Fire Island. Yeah. And, uh... Haven't done that. It was it was nuts, <laughs> but I don't I can't do that t- too often. You know I don't know <laughs> people go there like every weekend or every other week. I'm like yo, yeah, dude. Get bucking, bro. I never went. I just know everyone talks about rock. I've people. been there a lot. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I've, I've been there a lot, but I haven't actually like partied there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. Uh, I got all right. You're probably <laughs> better off. <laughs> so <laughs> something something about a boat ride home after a full day of drinking oh that just God. to me does not yeah sound like, like it would. I would assume like yeah, you just got wasted yeah. all day and then you're like in the back of your head like I got to take a fucking ferry <laughs> right <laughs> now <laughs> with everyone else on there probably yeah people throwing up and shit. Oh my God. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not down for that. Yeah, it was crazy. I but gotta ask you your top five, dude. If you're a hip hop head. Dang, I hate top fives, <laughs> but you don't gotta go in order though. Yeah, just five. Um, Pac. Right. Um, man, Kendrick. Okay. Um, you said Common like twice already. Is yeah, Common. I mean, Common is a big influence of mine, just because. Um. Uh, I think I just like, and like I said, I was mentioning Stevie Wonder. I think Stevie Wonder is like. His music is a soundtrack for life, you know, it makes you, it, I, I really love positivity when it comes to what I listen to, so Common, um, you know, I think a lot of times his messages um, have a lot of truths in them, so that's why I like him, but I don't know if I would put him on a top five, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't listen to him very, 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 very often, honestly, Kanye West, I, I use, still, um, no, that last song uh, he made was the worst song I've ever heard one? lyrically. <laughs> which one? The last with with uh, what's his name? You're such a fucking hoe. Oh, yeah. That's the worst verse I think yeah, I ever no. heard. See, this is what. Oh man. <laughs> what Kanye's not watching this? Kanye, don't worry. I know, but it's just. <laughs> you know, honestly, if it weren't for Kanye, I'm, I might not be doing things the way I'm doing now with yeah. music because dude, college dropout. influenced by him. You know, he was the yeah. most. He probably still is one of the most influential artists of our time. But he, especially all the way up to to graduation, everything was mm-hmm. what we loved. It was relatable. It was it sounded good. The production was crazy. His lyrics were cool, and he was very he's very poetic. You know, he and he still knows how to get a rise out of people. And I think that's that's a big thing. But about I think that's poetry. what he's doing. He's yeah. not making music he loves or anything. Yeah. He's trying to get a rise. Or he knows what sounds good, and he knows it could catch I think, on. I think that, you know, I think now he's kind of like in and out. Because there's some songs, um, I'm trying to think of a song that came out recently. Um, but there's stuff on, like, he did the Kid Cudi album mm. um, that he, he'll rap on or he'll do something on. Uh, he did the Nas album. And so there's these moments where it's like, oh, that's 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 the Kanye, the he lyrical Kanye. 
the Kanye that's like putting a lot into the lyrics. Yeah. So when he when he doesn't, it's like, all right, I don't know. Actually, I thought that I liked that video. I thought it was just funny. You know, if it weren't for that video, I would hate that song, that Lil Pump song. Um, yeah, that's what it is, Lil Pump. It's called I, I Like It or um, I Love It. Right? It's literally two but minutes also. Like there's mm-hmm. one verse, each of them, and then mm-hmm. it's over. It's yeah, like it looked it looked like they were like let's just mm-hmm. not try and see if people will like this. Yeah. Like that's how I'm like sometimes I feel like Drake does that too. Like I think his boys are just like yo let's see if we could get this word famous mm-hmm. and like they just like like I say this. But you know there's there's <laughs> always you know there's something there's something also behind it too. Like mm. one thing you don't really notice or pay attention to in the video there's like uh there's on the walls there's like these naked models behind like kind of veils like um sitting in the walls mm-hmm. why do you do that or uh um even just the whole do you honestly, think he has an influence on the video though or like someone else is just like yo we're going to put you in this big ass costume Kanye is uh, Kanye is very i would say he's very um intentional like he 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 has ideas and he makes them happen and i think he He's smart that he f- he'll find, you know, find the right people like um, mm. to collaborate with to make it happen. So like even what was that? What was that? Um, famous, right? You know, you ever seen the video Famous where he had all these celebrities naked lying in bed? Yeah, they were wax figures. You nah, ever see that? I don't remember no. it. Oh my gosh! Mm. Like, yeah, he had. Oh my god, he had. It was him, Kim Kardashian, Rihanna, Chris Brown, uh, Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> <What? I'm serious. laughs> Donald Trump, um, uh, Hillary Clinton, um, laying naked in a bed. Yeah, he had wax figures oh of them God. all laying in bed. Uh, Amber Rose, um, <laughs> all in this huge bed, and the whole video was just like this kind of like, um, like low quality video of him just just showing all these people naked <laughs> laying next to each other, and that was the visual, like. Mm. And Is the song good? What's famous? Um, How's that called? I made that bitch famous. And then he said something like, uh, um, he said, oh no, uh, something, something, Kanye West. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, I, I got a feeling me and Taylor still might have sex or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I made that bitch famous. Yeah. Um, you made Taylor Swift famous. She was yeah. fucking huge before he did that. You know, I think, I think Kanye. I really hope that he's gonna he's doing more. Like he's got like right now the Sunday services. I don't know if you've seen that that he's been doing. No. Like he's been going to Africa. I think, um, doing these outdoor like performances. He just did a huge concert for Easter. Alright. Um, you know, and he had like DMX was there, Kid Cudi. Um, you know. DMX. Yeah, and then I seen I seen the footage of DMX praying at the at the um, Sunday service. Like, crazy. He, he just I got his locked out. No, he oh. just he got out. Um, recently, That's good. so like you know, Kanye, you know, who else is gonna do that like that? You know, right. mm-hmm. um, uh, there's there's some things that I could see Kendrick that we look that. at and we're like, Kanye's crazy. Kanye's doing some, oh, he's wilding. But there's also something that that we're I think that we're overlooking and that will come to light later. Like actually, there's a podcast called Dissect, um, where where these guys or this guy. Um, dissects different albums. So I was listening to one where he's dissecting Dark Twisted Fantasy. For me, that was one that was like, I don't know if I could connect in this. Like, he, it was one one lyric he said, 
he said, uh, uh, I just fucked this model, and she just bleached her asshole. Yeah, I yeah. bleached on my <laughs> T-shirt. I'm going to feel like an asshole. First yeah. off, <laughs> it wasn't even... You rhymed asshole and asshole. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like, who says that? Like, what yeah. group with you, Kanye? How do you go from Jesus walks, can't tell me nothing, and and uh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, all falls down oh, to that, you know, so... But when I listen to when I listen to the guy dissect it, he's talking about things that was happening in his life, things that um, he was doing production wise. He was giving you an insight of why the why we don't see the why until later a lot of times. Mm. So oh, I'm gonna man. go back. So if Kanye West, he was he's I'll put him on my top five still. All right. Sometimes you know he's it's hard it's hard being a Kanye fan. It's like it's like being a, a <laughs> Knicks fan, you know. Like you yeah. don't always win, but you know you gotta you gotta love it because you know you just love it. Where's Eminem at for you? Eminem, damn man, Eminem, Eminem was is a perfect example of nice catch. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect example of someone who I loved growing up. I used to I used to you know know all his lyrics. You know, I'll tell a lot of his songs. Another amazing storyteller. Right. Um, great production with Dre. Fictional you know? stories. Yeah. Even, like yeah. He only started telling real stories like two albums ago, <laughs> like yeah. where he started yeah. talking about like D12 and like mm-hmm. uh, proof and all that and how they had a breakup and stuff. And sometimes when they're fiction, I think the, the fictional ones tend to be better, but yeah, um, he's just super creative. But um, but he lost me a lot with just with his his delivery. You know, we, we he went from, um, let's say, uh. Actually, one I really loved was uh, he said, "Bitch, I'ma kill you." You don't want to fuck with me. me. Yeah, but his flow, his flow on that was crazy. But then he went to, or even uh, you know, then he went to like uh, uh, and this flow that was like, oh, what is that? You know, that's how I felt. You know. Yeah. And uh, actually, someone told me that he wants to sound kind of like a, a chainsaw. Like that's what he or something revving up kind of something like that. But yeah, it's interesting. That's I don't what he was know, going for. I don't know what it is or what it, but you know his sound. Um, that sound, like I said to you, I listen to the sound. Yeah. And once I could digest that, then I'll I'll dig into the message and the and the lyrics. So. So Kamikaze didn't do nothing him. for you. Um, there's moments in it, but not really. Wow. That was better than anything else, <laughs> any of the past albums that. No, I, I I can't remember the last great one from him, but you know, relapse I hated. Uh, mm-hmm. What else were the? Were he the did ones refill after that? also. That was that was not good. But and I just I can't, especially some of the hits. I uh, they just haven't really hit me too much. I um, mean, every song on Kamikaze I liked, you know. I thought it was a fucking sick. It album. was cool, but again, another. And what was it about? was about the music industry. It's not relatable to most people unless you're a hip hop fan or if you grew up liking yourself. him and knowing his whole story, it, it did make sense cuz yeah. he talks about proof. Yeah. And no, why that stuff was cool. That stuff yeah. was dope. That made and it better. And then he got Joiner Lucas on that Lucky You track, which mm-hmm. is fucking so good. He's a great one. Joiner? Yeah. Yeah, man. He's coming up. But uh so um but He's not in your top. Joiner? Eminem. Eminem? Mm, he's up there, but not really for me, I don't think. Um, Jay-Z, Nas? 
I would say I want you know I want to be honest to the people that I've really listened to, um, but I, actually I listen to a lot of J Cole. J Cole kind of like to me, you know, he's kind of back and forth again. Like I don't really, I really like to hear the creativity and the and the relatability. And when I lose that, then I'm like, I don't know. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of picky. Um, but uh, I think you got three so far. You got Kanye. You got Tupac, right? You said yeah. Tupac. Um. It's all right. Tough. I'll just I'll just I'll say Tribe Called Quest. Mm. Um. I think especially now, you know, and a lot of the people, and actually probably half of those people I mentioned, they are producers and rappers, you know, and those are the people that I kind of gravitated towards. Um, they control the sound that they were rapping to, so uh, you know, Q-Tip is behind the the music of Tribe Called Quest and you know um and me having a jazz background and Tribe is like the perfect example of jazz and hip hop meeting together um so uh production wise that alone and then just the songs are just funky good and yeah. and, and and just just good writing I don't know mm-hmm. so yeah Tribe Tribe is definitely dope I think that's it. I think yeah. you got a top. All right, dude. Yeah. Uh, it'll change Respect. next time. But for now, that's the top. <laughs> Remember your first song you ever wrote? The first. Oh, man. The first song I've ever wrote. Um, I wrote, I used to write, oh, my God. I used to write silly. I used to write the silliest stuff. It's funny. So um, when I was younger, I used to listen to songs and try to remix it. Mm. And uh, and just like, cause I was like a clown, like class clown kind of when I was in school. And I remember like, uh, Chris Brown, Yo came out, right? Yo, yeah, um, make you say yo. Yeah, um, I don't mean to be rude, but excuse me, miss, I saw you from across the room, right? So I I I took that song and I remixed it. It was probably really corny because I was just in middle school, <laughs> but um, but I said, ew, I don't know your name, but excuse me, bitch, I smell you from across the room. <laughs> And I gotta admit that you're smelling like shit, and you make me wanna say you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I wrote the whole I wrote a whole song to that, and I would just like I would just like sing it just to make my friends laugh. And then uh, uh, one day I don't know how I think someone asked for me, but to do it, but I printed out the lyrics, and uh, and I sold it to people for fifty cents. What? What? And people were buying it? Yeah, I yeah. made like I made like. Uh, <laughs> I must have made like five dollars, bought some, bought some uh, chips on the snack line. That's, That's hustle. Know. There you go. Um, and I did that with a few songs before, but uh, <laughs> so that was probably the first time I, I guess I that I could think back of me writing. But the more serious original stuff. Um, I wrote this song once, um, when I went to s- school in Brentwood. I had they had a guitar class, and I wrote a song. They we had this project to write a song, so I wrote a song just on acoustic guitar. Um, that was called Cherry Tree. I never really released it, but it was just something that I was trying to learn how to how to put together a song, you know, mm. how to write a chorus, how to write a verse, how to, and that was all singing. I sang through the whole thing. Um, what sparked it? Do you remember? Um, just my 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 teachers were very supportive. You know, I was I was. Um, I was picking up the guitar for the first time at that point. I was probably like 11th grade or 12th grade. And um, and I also had a teacher who taught music theory, and he used to have these composition 
um, nights. He would have young composers' nights. So he he kind of pushed the kids to like, hey, write a song and share it at young composers' night, stuff like that. So um, and and I was just you know in high school. My la- I think it must have been senior year. My last year of high school, I don't really got anything to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just had a project and. And I, I, when I get a project, I just want to run with it. And actually, uh, it comes from, you know, I think when I was in English class, I hated writing essays. Yeah, but I love, <laughs> I love poem projects. When they say, okay, let's write a poem. All right, that's like, that's like 30 words. I got that. <laughs> and, but I would go in and try to like, okay, I want to make this so that when I, when I read this at school, uh, you know, my friends would say, oh, wow, that's, cr- that's cool. You know, so... Um, so when I had a project where I had to write a song to guitar, it's like, hmm, let me try. It. I'm looking at it the same way I did poetry in, you know, in English class. Um, so I guess I, it's crazy, but my teachers kind of helped Pushed perpetuate. You. That's you what know, a teacher should be doing. Yeah. That's yeah. what I like to hear. Yeah, they probably not even intentionally, just you know. Yeah, that's what they do. Did, yeah. This guy Shy Ayala likes Q-Tip, man. He's a genius. Oh, what up, Sky? Oh, you know him? Yeah, Sky, Sky's the homie. And you know Ruth, too? Ruth, yeah. What up? Keep it oh, up. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> the oh, fans yeah. is on is on live. Yeah. Dope, dude. Um, so, yeah, those are... Those are you got your yeah, music out on, like, Spotify and all yeah, that? Yeah, it's funny. I, I And I do a lot of shows, and I don't mention that, and I just kind of assume, like... People know. People yeah, just like, know. I feel like... My great uncle has a Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, everybody's got one. It's just so a normal thing. Spotify, now. Apple Music, Tidal, YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, How much you got out Napster. there? Napster. Uh, <laughs> Napster. <laughs> LimeWire. Um, <laughs> right now, probably if you went to like Apple Music or Spotify, I have an EP that came out a few years back, and I have um, a single that I released a, f- a little while ago. Um, and then YouTube, I have a lot of, uh, I have about six music videos on there. Nice. And um, um, one of which you guys saw. Yeah. Um, and then um, right now I'm in the midst of writing new music that'll probably come out this year too. Cool. So new, new EP. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> what I are we gonna know. What are we gonna hear tonight? Tonight, uh, maybe I'll do a new one tonight. We'll see. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I like when people do new music on here. Yeah, I'll think about it. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> um. So. We didn't even get on a timeline. We kind of just... Uh, you grew up in Brentwood. Yeah. <laughs> always liked music. Yeah, so... You were always making your sh- your music. Mm-hmm. You, uh... Ba- then you went to Bayshore, now you're in Farmingdale. Do you have a side job? Or is it you making money from This is really performing? my full-time job. You know, That's when I'm dope. Yeah, when I'm not, when I'm not performing, um, I'm either doing studio work or I do also teach lessons as well privately. Dope. Um... Uh, what do you that's teach? Pretty much it. Everything from saxophone, guitar, flute, piano. Um, what don't you play? I don't really. I don't play brass. I don't really play. Right. I haven't really ventured into that trumpet, brass, uh, trombone, trombone. Stuff. You know all that. Um, strings as well. You know I've tried. It's just that's a whole other thing. I really just stay in woodwinds. But mm. um, um, you play all. I don't play didgeridoo. <laughs> I think I could if I tried, but I don't. Um, what? What's a what did you? What <laughs> is that? <laughs> That's that 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 that. Uh, I think it's an Indian. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big um, thing. But um. Do you play all saxophones? Yep, all saxophones. I always yeah. wanted to play the soprano. 
Sopranos. I have one too. Yeah, I don't bring I it out all the time. I played yeah. the alto tenor and the barry in school. Cool. I never got soprano. They wouldn't let me because they're like, "Oh, we don't want to pay for it." And talk to yeah. me about the difference. What's soprano? It's different so it's pitches, range. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, just range. You have, you know, the soprano smaller, so you can play higher notes. That's the Kenny alto G. Alto a little longer. That's a small tenor. one. Yeah, and the, and the soprano looks like a clarinet is straight. Okay. Whereas the you know the alto sax is curved, kind of like that's that yeah. one. That's a tenor saxophone. That's a little bigger. And then there's the barry sax. It's like. I love like the barrier Really size. high. Yeah, I have one, but I don't now take it out because it's too heavy. <laughs> and I got enough weight. This guy carry. loves saxophones. I do. Yeah. I actually have a Ewe sax. You know what that is? No. Nah. It's an electronic wind instrument. So it's like an electric sax. What? Yeah, it, it, really, so it really sounds more like a synthesizer. And there's other things you could do with it. Uh-huh. I actually had some, I've experimented with it. And uh, I'm able to turn it into like a vocoder and uh, do stuff with it. But. It's cool. I'll bring it out. That's maybe cool. I'll bring it out in the future, but you got to go to the shows. Next time you're down in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> probably not in <at> Charlotte. <laughs> probably not the spot for it, but yeah. Um, yeah, sax is cool. And it, sure. it it helped me. I didn't really really realize it till later that it helped me. I played with funk bands, gospel groups, um, rock groups, uh, hip-hop, R&B. I'm able to, to, to kind of live in, in different areas of music where a lot mm-hmm. of times if you're a uh, violinist you might only be doing classical or um, maybe folk and you know it's hard to transition into another genre and if you do it's like you know you got to really convince yeah. people that this is this is cool but then you get someone like Lindsay Sterling who comes mm-hmm. out and then she kind of shows how how much it can, can change that yeah right um so I, I I'm glad I picked the saxophone and yeah. not something else. But hmm. have um, you evolved over the years? Like, have you you've changed a lot? Um, Did you start off with a different sound and now you're switching it up? I like to say no, but that's probably just my ego. Just saying, <laughs> I've always been dope. <laughs> no, but um, um, I what really really helped I think is um my piano playing skills. Um, when I was maybe 12, I took a, a year's worth of lessons, but I didn't want to practice. I wanted to go play basketball with friends. So I right. eventually my parents took me out. And uh, so, um, but then when I got to high school, um, I started studying theory and I wanted to learn more. So I s- started playing a little bit. And then I went to college and I, and I was studying jazz and I was playing stuff on sax. And then uh, I wanted to learn how to write jazz and and understand it better so i started trying to play it on on the piano and and i realized you know if if i really want to get good at this i have to play it more a lot of times i'm just playing sax uh or maybe i'll play a guitar but i didn't have enough opportunities to play jazz piano so i started hosting an event where i can have people come jam with me and i could be more on on the piano more and so I kind of self-taught myself and polished my, honed my skills on the piano more. Um, and so I've been hosting this event. I, now I, I have it every month in um, Islip at a club called Treme. It's like one of the only jazz clubs on Long Island. Mm-hmm. And I've um, been doing that for like three years now. But so from, from, you know, if I go back three years ago, I wasn't so fluent on the piano. So it made it a little harder to produce. It made it harder to... Um, to perform when I was doing piano stuff. So now mm-hmm. that has definitely developed more. But ultimately, I've always gravitated to kind of like 
these soulful productions. Even like when I w- it goes back to when I was like digging up on YouTube trying to listen to DJ Premier and um, Lord Finesse and all these these different hip hop artists that had these kind of soulful jazz and funk like influence in in their hip hop. Yeah, that's what I started to learn how to create, and I'm still creating it, but maybe you know in a bigger way, I guess. Yeah, man. So. You feel like doing something right now? Let's do it. We could do let's something. Let's change a little something. Let's get funky. Something. Yeah, you got <laughs> yeah. some funk? Yeah, let's do it. Let's switch it up. What All the right. funk, yo? What the funk? All right, so I'm going to switch this up. What the fuck, though? Let's do it. Yeah. Where the love go? Where the love go? All right. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. Yo, that's eight bars of that song right here. Right there. Four words. Yeah. It's fun, though. Yeah, I guess, but... That's it. I don't. I'm not looking to laugh. Actually, every Lil Wayne verse I've ever heard, I laughed at. Um. Yeah, I'm not a big Lil Wayne fan. He makes me laugh. You know, maybe that's all. That's all I'm looking for, I guess. Sometimes that's what you need. Let's take yeah. like uh, Lil Dicky, right? Oh, uh, Lil Dicky makes me laugh. He's a good writer, though. The Earth song is not a good song, but I like the message and I like the video. I see, it was just like one day that that video just went like viral across the whole world and everywhere I looked or heard it was just that that's like a every little Dicky video actually. All his videos just pop off. I don't even know who that is. You know Lil Dicky? Yeah, I might. I don't know. <laughs> really? You'll probably know. You'll You're at the game. You gotta put him on. So what are you gonna hit first? That's a good question. Let's 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 do something happy and then we'll we'll, we'll get a little more serious. So this is a song I wrote a while ago. Um, and there's a music video we created that's on on YouTube and everything, and actually was featured on MTVU, which is uh, they broad- broadcast um, music videos in colleges all over the country. Um, that's cool. So th- that was really cool, uh, and uh, so a lot of times I get to go to schools and workshop with different kids, and um, I got a chance to go to Copeg Middle School. And the kids there knew all the lyrics to my song, and they started singing it. Um, so uh, we recorded like video from from that day, and I took the audio from that and I load them up in my in my MPC and bring them with me whenever I perform. So what you're about to hear are the boys and girls of Copeg Middle School singing a song I wrote called "I Like It." You were so beautiful to me You caught my 
the gift a lot of my head. I was looking for love and then I found you instead. Little BYT from NYC. You say you ain't got a man. I'm thinking, can I be? I've seen so many ladies be of the finest. Never have I ever seen a woman so stylish. I could close my eyelids and still be blinded. Baby, you're a queen. I could be a highness. You could be my majesty. And we will both fall deeper in love gradually. And we'll live a life together magically. Where the pleasure's all mine, I'm so glad to meet you. Could this be love? Sent from above, or am I falling in lust? Could this just be a crush? I don't know what this is, but you're the one I'm thinking of. And I think about you like all the time. I tried and tried, but I just can't get you off my mind. Is it your looks, your style, your clothes? Where you smile, girl, I don't know But this one thing's for sure You were so beautiful to me To me I like it. Yeah. I hope you like it. I like Hell it. Hell yeah, bro. It's so impressive to see you with all these pedals and this. What is this called? This is an MPC, um, which I believe stands for Music Production Center. I think so. Or oh, controller. MPC. Yeah. And and it's a very, uh, it's funny. I get that question. It, it, to me, that's what's awesome about hip hop is it's, you know, sampling really wasn't a thing until hip hop. And so the MPC um, kind of revolutionized, you know, hip hop producers and made it easy to sample. Before that was like, okay, let's play the vinyl, let's let's take from the vinyl and, and let it roll and, and bring it back and cut cut up tracks like that. Whereas here I could put in a sound and and then you know ra and trigger it rather than you know have to find it or whatever vinyl, like yeah. through there, yeah. yeah. So um, it's an instrument in itself. It's a new age instrument, you know. So, um, but actually, a lot of times I have more instruments with me. Usually, I'll be on guitar or piano. Um, you had the flute last time I yep, saw you. Yeah, I have the flute. But uh, today, I thought I, I I do it a little differently and just leave it on the on the MPC. When did you first start using this? And did you just fuck around with it and were like, um, <laughs> it's a funny story actually. So, uh, I did. Before I used to, I used to produce and then I'd um, my stuff and I'd I'd rap over my productions, pick up the sax, play, put it down, rap some more, sing, and I wasn't really showing that I've I know how to play the keys, I know how to play the guitar, and I know how to to sequence drum patterns, and so I started using my keyboard, bring my keyboard with me, playing out these chords, 
and I would play drum patterns on the keyboard, mm -hmm. which weren't really maybe not the best sounds, and I wanted to be able to, to have more control and, and be able to use sounds that I wanted for the drum patterns. So I was looking for something that would work better than uh, the drum sounds on the keyboard. And last year, maybe two years ago, my hard drive crashed. Oh. And I was producing like nuts. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make so much stuff. And I was working on it, and my hard drive crashed, and I lost oh. a lot of that. And I was like, and what was even worse, I had like photos and videos back from like from now to like 2009, and they were all gone. And yeah. I was like, yo, I was I just felt defeated. That's like a modern day tragedy. It really is. It, it's crazy. That's a millennial tragedy. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, new age problems. So, <laughs> and then um, uh, this came out. I just seen it, and I was looking for something, and I seen other things that that I wasn't really I had to use it with a computer and I don't have a laptop I have a desktop mm -hmm. and for a long time I, I had kind of a uh, pads like this but it only worked with my computer so I would bring my desktop my iMac oh my desktop <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to where I went and I actually got a crack in the screen of one of them so um, <laughs> I was like can't do this anymore I gotta do something else so this came out and I seen I seen it saw about it it was kind of expensive but I was like you know I need I need something to I need retail therapy, most <laughs> of all. I need something to, to make me want to get back into producing again and and just, uh, you know. And it was kind of like a, I lost all those photos, too. It was like, all right. You got to refresh everything. Akuna Matata. New start. Akuna yeah. Matata. <laughs> let's, let's do something new. So I, I invested in this. And uh, I'm still learning how to develop. With oh this okay. More so things, you're just messing around. like. Yeah, you know, I, I know how to do a lot of things, but there's still uh, a lot. There's endless possibilities and that's what's cool about today especially with hip-hop i think this is an instrument the you know dj mixers in in them themselves and um there's a lot of these electronic instruments that are there's endless possibilities with them and people are developing their own techniques with them the same way people have with the saxophone yeah. so i think that the future um has to do with us using technology with either with instruments that exist or just new instruments in general. So I feel like that's one of those things where even when you think you master it, you really only you really only oh know yeah. like two percent of what the thing could actually do. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's a lot of things in here that I haven't tapped into. Yeah. But I'm not coordinated enough. Like if I was fucking around with that, I would, uh -huh. I would <laughs> you know? It's hard it's hard. Key anything. Oh, there's a little touch screen on there too. That yeah, thing's I'll show you, I'll show you something like I'll do with I'll do this next song. This is kind of what Someone one of the cool things. Melissa Zaro wants you to sing B Wood. Okay. All right. So let's do that. B Wood? B -wood. Yeah. You got a friend Melissa with B Wood. Dedicated song. Melissa asked for B Woods. That's what she's going to get. Hell yeah. This one's for you, Melissa.
I grew up in B-Wood, L-I-N-Y, and I know it ain't the best place, but I love it, man, I can't lie. A place infested with police and people throwing up gang signs, a place where I found proper education at the same time. Whenever they make the news, they're doing what haters do, even though some things that they say is true. It would get me mad as hell when I turn to Channel 12 and they only tell but the things that ain't going well, and when we excel, they never pay attention, and if they do it, something that the news fails to mention. What's your intentions? Did it keep my town from rising? Doesn't sound surprising since you're only recognizing all the violence. People are mindless. When they hear something that's horrible, they think the only good from Brentwood is that it's affordable. But that's not it. There's more than no. Now let me take you somewhere that reporters won't. The basketball courts in North Elementary was more than just sports for all of my friends and me. A place where we could go to build our self-esteem and talk about dreams that we hope to achieve eventually. Uh, and they won't take it to the spots where we skated, where the cops try to gate it, cause the cops always hated. That that was one of the places all of the skaters congregated. And just for that reason, my town should be top rated. Uh, a lot of people get mad at my hood, but you gotta take the bad with the good. A lot of people get mad at my hood, but you gotta take the bad with the good. Sometimes I get mad at my hood, but you gotta take the bad with the good. A lot of people get mad at my hood, but you gotta take the bad with the good. Now tell someone to bring the cameras in and tell them how the soccer team won undefeated champions. Tell them how the Brentwood Music Program won a Grammy then. Tell me why the clowns from other towns can't stand me when. You know they be the ones that popping zannies in. I can't begin to tell you all of the other shenanigans. But the truth is, ain't nobody good. So take a look at yourself before you hate on my hood. Yo, it's messed up, isn't it? I tell you where I'm from and you assume that I'm ignorant That's ignorance in itself, so you calling me ignorant Well I guess that makes two of us and we ain't all that different And I can just imagine all the things you be picturing Whenever I tell you about the place I was living in But I bet if you visited then you probably see That there's more to all the stories that you watch on TV Guaranteed and it's the same if you're from the Bronx, Brooklyn or Queens They only see him was wrong but now how good it could be But if you open your eyes you'll find hope in these streets And that's why the hood breeze, some of the dopest MCs Who knows, I might just be like EPMD to go from Brentwood, Long Island and make it to MTV or maybe VH1. I don't care how the thing comes, but when I get there, I bet they know just where I came from. And that's from B Wood and Lie and Why and I know it ain't the best place, but I love it, man. I can't lie. B Wood and Lie and Why and I know it ain't the best place, but I love it, man. I can't lie. B Wood and Lie and Why and I know it ain't the best place, but I love it, man. I can't lie. B Wood and Lie and Why and I know it ain't the best place, but I love it, man. I would feel I would feel proud if I was from that Brooklyn. was fire, <laughs> yo. Yeah, that was good, dude. I Thank definitely you. hear the common influence in that one. Yeah, it's a little different than vacation, right? Yeah, totally so, different. And a lot of times I just try to give perspective of where we're from. You know, a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I've been performing a lot more out of state, and um, and I tell people I'm from Long Island. Well, what do they think? Long You're Island iced teas, yep. <laughs> Hamptons, yeah. Fire Island. You know, they don't think about uh, Brentwood. They don't think about uh, some of the other towns that exist here. And so... Um, Even so Queens I'll is on Long Island. Yeah. yeah but, Queens, <laughs> but Queens people say Queens. Yeah. Yeah, Queens yeah, people yeah, don't say Long Island. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I try my best to to mention where I'm from and let people... And tell stories about where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So that's one of them. 
Melissa wow. loved that, dude. She wants yeah. East Side too, or is she just saying East Side? <laughs> is that a East song? Side? No, that's that's, that's the br- that's the Brentwood. That's Brentwood. Danny love, said he no? could smell the Endemans Bakery every time he hears this yep, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you hear the track, yeah, br- uh, that's a big thing. Everybody knows about that. There's the Endemans uh, Bakery in Brentwood, right on Wicks Road or Fifth Ave, and it, you you would smell it through the whole town, you know. Yeah. Um, but which I don't even think they I don't think they make they they bake at the factory anymore so I don't think Isn't that there happens, the the outlet store there? Um the Entenmann's outlet? No, uh yeah, I think so maybe. But I, feel I, like I, I know you could shop you could shop ago. there. It's great. Um well, so the outlet, the, so en- the outlet. It's like like oh. the Entenmann's outlet, they pretty much sell everything that expires that day for I like think a, so, yeah, for yeah. like a dollar. Yeah, yeah, you could go there and buy some stuff and yeah, I think so. I don't know. I feel like but I passed you, it not too long ago. Yeah, it's a huge building. It says yeah. Entenmann's on the side of it. You you're getting mad love right now. But, uh, who's out Green there? Green Machine State Champs. Valerie. Yeah, what's up? That's that's uh, that's my mama. What uh, up, mom? Oh, you're... Yeah. yeah. What's up? What's up? Green Machine don't say nothing crazy. State otherwise, Show us pictures. Otherwise, we're going to delete you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I yeah, think, yo, it's funny. Cool. Like Everywhere gets these uh, stigmas. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like when you think of Brentwood, for me anyway, like... Mm-hmm. You just think like, I don't know, because I used to deliver Pepperidge Farm bread there. Okay. In some bodegas. Uh huh. And literally, no one was speaking English yep. <laughs> anywhere yeah. I went. It was it uh-huh. was all Hispanic yep. everywhere, and like music playing, and then so like that just gets in my head, and I'm like, all right, so no one speaks English in Brentwood, right. basically, you know, like. Right. But it's all bullshit. It's like. Well, here's the thing. It's just one part. Is it right? Yeah, so, and a lot of people don't experience it. And and so, what what town were you from, or living in at that time? I'm from. Oh, I was at that time. I was in Massapequa. Okay, so you, all whites. You all had these a white kids, right? White kids. <laughs> but you had you had a moment. You had an opportunity to experience it, even for a moment. What living in that town is like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times, you know. Uh, especially now I live in Farmingdale. And when I moved to <laughs> Farmingdale, yeah. it was a culture shock, you yeah. know? Um, and, uh, you know, I, now, especially now that I'm older and I drive and I, you know, I could do, I could go where I want, um, I want to venture and find out what's it like in Massapequa, what's it like in uh, Glen Cove, what's it like in Northport, what's it like in Sayville. All different lifestyles. Yeah, and I think a lot of us as Long Islanders, we realize there's a lot to experience here. Let's experience it. Yeah. Not a lot of people say, "I want to go to Brentwood," <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially not on their va- on their 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 days off, I guess. But, um, but I think that uh, Brentwood is a very special place. There's a lot of special people there from um, that are from there, and uh, I know a lot of talented people from there. I know a lot of. Uh, very driven people, very heartfelt people that, um, that you know, because of these stigmas, we get afraid to experience, not only experience the town and come to the town, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I even, even, you know, I just don't think it's a, you know, a tourist attraction type place, but, right. you know, maybe not experience the town, but experience the people. You know, I think uh, a lot of my Brentwood family can, can relate to, uh, you know, going somewhere where there's people from out of town and saying, "Hey, I'm from Brentwood," and people saying, "Man, it must be hard there," or, or, you know, they have these these other, um, you know, misconceptions mm-hmm. about what it's really from, or what it's really about, or what it's like being from there. So, um, 
What's it about? Was What's it, it about? It's yeah. about it fan like uh, it's community. About, yeah, I like mean, I think fan? I think it's what exists in every other town. Yeah, but um, uh, ultimately, it's just we just have to dispel the fear that might ha- you know outsiders might have of the town. Mm. There's there's no reason to have fear. You know, there's no reason to to assume things. You know, um, right. do you think that f- same fear is the other way around, like if mm-hmm. coming from Brentwood to like Massapequa kind of town or uh, like the Hamptons or because I feel like if yeah. I go, even me, yeah, I go to like the Hamptons, right? It's I'm feeling weird. out of place yep. and weird yeah. too, like <laughs> yes, yeah, but it's not a fear in which you know people fear violence, you know, if that's what you think you it is, like going to Brentwood, some people, do people f- are scared some of violence. people do fear, they fear violence because they hear s- a lot of stories of, of violent things, and I know a lot of violent things that happen in other towns too, but. Mm-hmm. For some reason, ours gets broadcasted a lot, right. uh, or it has in the past, and that's a big thing that a lot of people relate to. Um, but uh, there is also a fear of r- relating. Like, why is, you know, I lived in Brentwood, which is right next to Comac, mm-hmm. so I should feel very comfortable. Like we're only f- four miles apart, mm-hmm. but yet sometimes we feel worlds apart because of our our uh just our the border and <laughs> yeah, yeah just for the no invisible reason. border um but also sometimes it's it's about resources you know when i moved to farmingdale i was like man look at all these street lights and and sidewalks like we don't we don't have <laughs> a lot <laughs> look of at all these sidewalks yeah no it's just little things you know yeah, and yeah. i also i mean you know I, I live in the village of it so it's a little you know a little bougie i guess but you know well they're building it um, up over there they got those apartments now yeah things yeah. are changing but but you know, um, little things like that. There's there's crossing guards at every block. Like, I have crossing guards. You just look look one way maybe, and look then you hope you don't get light. hit. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but these little things are little resources that makes um, the experience in those towns maybe better or, or just different. So, mm. um, so that's why you know just the little things change everything you know so i feel you on that yeah and honestly i and that's i ask myself i have to ask myself this all the time what do i what do i hope the future of long island looks like the future of brentwood the future of of the hamptons of glen cove of anything you know of any place massapequa you know what do i hope it looks like should it just look the same or should everything you know is everything fine you know what is fine what isn't you know and i don't know if i have all the answers yet but i i i do know there's some it's the same future some, I hope for reason. everywhere, for yes. everyone to just be intermingling. And yeah. like, there's yeah. no, like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. in a white town now. Like, yeah. I don't That's want none of that talk, shit. Right. You know. And the thing is, but the thing is, and actually, uh, I'm doing a lot of work on this right now. Is uh, redlining. I we're just going off. I'm not even performing. Keep but going. Uh, no, but redlining. Um, what's happening here on Long Island, and which is why Long Island is very segregated. So, you know, there was a time where our laws didn't allow certain people to buy housing in certain areas. I didn't really learn about this till like maybe two years ago. I heard about this not too I long mean, ago. I mean, I don't even. Right. It's, it's I'm becoming not too sure what you're talking right. about. Right. You look it up. But yeah. it comes, it, you know, it's, it's basically. Um, they won't it's sell like government control. Yeah, there's basically, okay, let's say um, I'm an African-American and I want to move to Long Island. I want to buy a house. Um, I want to go to Northport. Um, we can't sell you a house there, but we can sell you a house 
in mm. Amityville. Why? You know? Um, and uh, so, and this not only happened in Long Island, but happened, it happened, you know, all over the world. This is what sure. Martin Luther King fought for a lot um, was, uh, um, you know, housing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but we also live in suburbia. We live in the birthplace of s- the suburbs, yeah. Levittown, right? Mm-hmm. Levittown's where it all the, the houses started. Those, we, we those houses are, all look the same. We're the model for a lot of America. So if we don't get our culture and community right, then how can we expect the rest of our country to get it right? It's a small thing. It's a little thing. We don't realize it because we're just we live here and we're like, oh, it's just Long Island. Right, yeah. But really, we started. The suburbs, which is you know a huge population of our of our country, so if we don't you know you know find ways to if desegregate you know yeah um, find ways to come together and uh, like you said it shouldn't feel like mm. I can't talk to somebody from uh, Hempstead or I can't talk to somebody from uh, Wine Dance or I can't talk to somebody from the Hamptons or from Glen Cove, I, you know, I, you shouldn't feel that way. We shouldn't feel that way. We're anywhere all in the, in the same world. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Literally yeah. anywhere on earth. Yeah. So, mm. anyways, I, I hope you guys are listening. And uh, yeah, you're getting and, uh, you guys you're are getting uh, Anthony uh, Santa Goddess says yeah, that's fans. So how about Dang, we? Uh, I, I miss all these people in here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're trying to come to Brentwood yeah, soon. I was just in Brentwood today. I'll come back soon though. La Cubanita. Melissa. Cubanita. Yeah, you gotta do some your research. You gotta come back. Yeah, right. Like La Cubanita, you're probably delivering. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <over there. laughs> I used but to um, go to a shopping center. I forgot the name of it. In it was like five years, six years there. ago. Yeah, yeah, yep. right yeah. by Pathmark. Yeah, I used to deliver anymore. to Pathmark too. Yep. Yeah, it's not there anymore actually. It's gone. Yeah, it's called Fine Fair or something like that now. Ah, shit, trash. How about we end this with a little happy note, a little vacation? Oh, let's see. What I don't know if I could do that because I usually. Hold on. Uh, vacation? Mm, let me see if I have it. Wait, I got to think for a second. Sky's signing off. Later, no, Sky. No, I can't do it. Later, Sky. I love you. Peace no, out, do Sky. whatever you want, man. Um, all right. Now, if y'all want to hear vacation, y'all got to go online. Maybe we'll put the link. You got to look them up. In there. Um, you can go to my website, dudmusic.com. D-U-D-M-U-S-I-C.com. Um... I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's do this. Let's do. Man, I know. I'm like. Mom says, right. how about you deserve better? Nope. We're not doing that, Mom. Sorry, Sorry Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Uh, Let's do. <laughs> <laughs> I like your mom just. Yeah. You what to do. <laughs> Leave me alone, mom. <laughs> just this once. No, I'm just kidding. Um, if you don't think you got another you one in have you, I mean, I got one. I got one. I'm just trying to think. Should I give you an unreleased one, or should I give you something that's more impactful? Since we're talking about all these things, I like, I like the unreleased. You could do both. You could do every uh, one. Nah, I don't know if I could do both. I'm gonna <laughs> do one for y'all. All right. Um, let's see. All right, let's do this one. So this is an unreleased one. I'll give it to y'all. Yeah. Um, Ooh, this is dope. Yeah. Oh, Sky's staying. Now I got to stick around. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. 
Tell the music. Where can so where can we see all, get all your music while you're figuring you this out? Dudmusic.com is probably the best way. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Instagram Dudley underscore music. Those are probably the best ways to find everything. Hell yeah. So let's see. That's someone you looked them in the eyes and you wonder where they come from. Well, I did now. I'm in a bit of a conundrum. She left me on my own and not whole. I'm feeling undone. She was the love of my life, at least I thought she was. You catch a third degree if you could see how hot she was. And now I'm only me, not on the physical. She be invisible, and I still love her unconditional. Uh, she made me feel invincible. What a blessing. I questioned God when I lost my match made in heaven. When you said it was over, thought you were just messing. But then you left and ended our little love session. You were my obsession. I stayed up texting, trying to make you stay, but it felt like we were just wrestling. All good things come to an end, but sometimes it's just better as friends. And now it's over. Now it's over. Now it's over, yeah. So now it's over. Gotta get, gotta get, gotta get, gotta get, gotta get Easier said than done, how do you forget the one Who was every single thing you ever said you want Hard working with a good sense of humor You know the type that shines so bright she light the room up There's not a man on this earth who wouldn't date her She's too off of the charts for you to rate her We probably could have been like Will Smith and Jada That's why I was hoping we could still fix it later uh, She used to go to my hip-hop shows She know my lyrics more than I do, I kid not, yo We used to stay up mad late just to listen to the greats And there was barely ever a song that she did not know And here I go, reminiscing, still forgetting There was one thing that she was missing uh, No commitment, uh, no she didn't Have the same vision of what life we could be living I would have driven miles, traveled the seas If I knew I mattered to you just like you mattered to me now I actually see you're a distraction to me if you're not attracted to me passionately. So be careful when you find somebody beautiful. Don't be feeling it unless you know the feeling's mutual. Cause all good things come to an end and sometimes you're just better as friends. And now it's over. It was fun while it lasted, but now it's over. And I gotta get past this cause now it's over, yeah. From what it lasted, but now it's over. And I gotta get, gotta get, gotta get, gotta get, gotta get. Gotta get. <laughs> 
So that being said, it's over. What'd she do? Can I? Yo, don't you be, don't nah, say no you names. Can't be, you can't be digging into this. That's no, it. I can't. <laughs> get the unreleased. It's not time to dig into it. Uh, I'll come back. Next, it and I'll come it. back another time. And All I'll right. Dig into it more. Fuck, yo. Nah, I can't go. I can relate now. though. That's relatable. That's, that's what I want. That's that what I want. Dope, so good. Thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah, Dudley Music. Dope. Thank you for coming on, bro. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been uh, awesome. I like to find out. From all my guests, mm-hmm. what? Pretend the whole world's listening, right? Every person on earth, they got your attention. You got their attention. Mm-hmm. What is a message you want to portray to them? They're all listening. Um, I want them to, to, uh, to look at. Look at others as if they're your brothers. Look at others um, as if they're your family. Treat, you know, um, I think my thesis or why I do what I do is I looked up to people that were like John Coltrane, Stevie Wonder, these people that, or Quincy Jones, that in music and in culture we we revere. And, um, but then we see people like Tupac, we see people like, um, let's say even Kendrick Lamar, let's say, you know, from, from, you know, the, the eighties to the nineties and two thousands to now, um, that we don't always look at as that guy is just as important to our community, our culture and music in general, as John Coltrane was, as Wynton Marsalis, as, as Duke Ellington, as, um, Leonard Bernstein, as Bach, as Beethoven, as all these other people before them. So I would say look at everything and everyone in a, in the right light and try to see try to see them in the way that maybe someone else does. So Oh yeah. That's it. Damn, I like Treat it. everyone as your brothers. Yeah. Treat others like oh your yeah. brothers. I like that. That's a song. All right, dude. This was great. Thank you, man. <laughs> and you got any show announcements coming up? Um, let's no, see. You're going to be at the uh, sing-off competition. Yep, we're doing this, the sing-off competition that's going to come up um, next month. And um, Sunday, I'm going to be at the Murmur Theater. We're doing a big benefit concert um, with uh, Mike Rosen. He's this incredible uh, poet who I met. And uh, there's going to be other poets and performers but it's for the Jed Foundation, with, and they're raising money to, um, they, they do help do a lot with suicide prevention and just mental health, and uh, they provide a lot of services, for especially for teens that are going through a lot, so um, that's going to be on Sunday. And this summer, I can't even say all the things. I just know, <laughs> I just know. I just know if you guys aren't paying attention, you're going to miss out. This is going to be a good summer. So. It's popping. Let's do it. It's going to be a good one. I'm not going to announce it. you got to watch the page to announce it. So. There we go. Right, yo. Yeah. Thank you, man. Right, yo. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. My pleasure. It was a pleasure. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Chuck, Viper Studios, the thanks, ultimate. Chuck. Bruce, 
videography services. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Cool. And uh, Chuck, what's that s- sponsor? We still got them? The beer? St. James Ooh, Brewery. St. James. I've been up there a few times. Thank you, St. James Brewery. Yeah. And that's... Go that's drink their beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go right now. No, it's, <laughs> it's Tuesday. Let's turn down. All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Peace. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard, please give us reviews, ratings, and likes, and all that stuff. It helps us so much more than you know. Uh, feel free to hit me up if you want to be a guest, if you have an opinion on something, or if you just want to talk. <laughs> Thanks again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.